Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Did you know sex and orgasms have benefits that go far beyond the realm of sleep? They actually boost your immune system, they fight depression, and they actually help you live a healthy, long life. Now, our ability to have and give orgasms, ooh, totally linked to our health and well-being. You're going to want to stick around for this one. Oh, baby, we are only on episode six, and I'm already deep diving into sex, love, romance. This just might not be the podcast for you, or maybe you're super excited, and you're all like, Shauna, you're single. Why are you talking about this stuff? Well, listen, I <laughs> I read a lot, okay? So uh, just follow along with me here. So today we're going to touch on a couple things. We're going to talk about the human mind and its stimulation response. We're going to talk about love, sex, romance, and how it leads to super achievement. We're going to talk about stress and sex. We're going to talk about dressing for the occasion and then some fun facts. You want to hang tight for this one, okay? I'm sure there's something you can take home with you. (laughs) Get it? No, I'm just kidding. Wow. All right, so let's deep dive right in. So the human mind response, our minds are so powerful, and that's why when I set up programs for people, I I talk to these women and I just want them to know like no matter how bad they want to reach their goals it's all about mindset. So the human the human mind response to stimulation is crazy and actually it's been researched a lot that sex energy is the creative energy of all geniuses. The fact the whole idea of just sex it, it just it gets your body out of the fight or flight mode, which is like interesting because like that's literally how we live our lives, right? So we take cold showers, we meditate, we have sex. They all do very similar things for us. They calm us down. So our desire for sexual expression is the strongest and one and the most uh, impelling of all human emotions. So it's interesting because a lot of people can go a long time without it. Some people can't go very long without, you know, some people it's like, oh, it's like two hours. It's been a while. Some people like, it's been two years. No big deal. Everybody's very, very different. So the human mind response to stimulation is very powerful. But the connection you have depends on, you know, where you are in your life. Are you open to receiving? Are you, you know, are you looking for love? Is it a one night stand? Like everybody's very different when it comes to this stuff. And to be honest with you, I'm like, hmm, my mom and dad are probably listening to this podcast, but that's okay because I am an adult. (laughs) All right. So listen up. If you are between the ages of 40 and 50, ooh, baby, things are getting hot in your house. Age is just a damn number, okay? So one should approach this age between 40 and 50 without fear, okay? You should go into this age with hope and eager anticipation. Get excited. It's all about what you make of it, right? It's the journey. It's it's not a number like, okay, so I'm going to go off topic here for a second, but most people think I'm pretty young. And then like, early 20s. And then they get to talking to me and they're like, oh, she's lived all over the United States and she actually sounds like an adult when she speaks. So she might be a little bit older. Well, just today, 
I was talking to a young girl. She was 23, I think. And, um, and then I said, Oh yeah. So for my 30th birthday last year, I was going to go to Europe, but, um, because you're, you know, because of COVID and everything, I couldn't. So this year I'm going to do a backpacking trip. She goes, Oh wow. You're only 31. I thought you were much older. And I was like, what? (laughs) Oh my God. I need to go get more Botox. Um, what? No, she just, Oh no, no, not in like the bad way. It's just like, you've done a lot and you're very mature, which thank you. I appreciate that. However, like I said, age is just a number. So if you're stuck that you're 40, 50, when it comes to love, sex, and romance, you are in for a real treat. So there's actually evidence that most people do not begin to do their best work before age of 40. And clearly that's in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. I'm pretty sure I've heard on a couple other podcasts, like the average entrepreneur doesn't start their first venture until their 40s, which is crazy, which is so crazy, but it's so amazing. I don't care when you start it. I don't care if you're 26 or 66. I'm still super proud of you because it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. Otherwise, everybody would do it, right? But okay, so if your best work starts at age 40, sex alone is an urge to action. So the emotion of love mixed with the emotion of sex, the result is calmness. And you get calmness and clarity on your purpose. You have more accuracy in your judgments and balance in life, which is so crazy. And there's a lot um, of information about having an orgasm. I don't know if you guys have ever read or heard of Sean Stevenson, but he has a great book, um, Sleep Smarter and Eat Smarter, both very, very good books. But in Sleep Smarter, he talks about having the big O, an orgasm. I know kind of crazy. So I'm not going to go into detail about that on this podcast, but um, if you're looking to learn more, I highly recommend that book. It's very, very good. We're going to touch a little bit on other stuff, but uh, you know, let's not get too carried away here. So just think of it like this. If you have purpose, you have clarity, you have accuracy of judgment, these emotions are so powerful. They can literally drive people to heights of super achievement. It's it's like love is this safety valve, right? It ensures it ensures balance, but also constructive effort. Like you can rely on that person to tell you the truth. It's somebody that you confide in, right? So if you separate the emotions and just have sex or just, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, that's fine. But there's so much more power behind love, sex, and romance all together. It's like It's a state of mind, right? But you have to, with anything in your life, you have to be open to receiving it. You have to be in a certain place in your life. I know for me and my relationships, looking back on things, I'm like, wow, like I didn't, I, I, you know, I didn't show up for that relationship, but I learned something from it. So whatever that looks like for you, whether you've been through a divorce or four divorces, we all make choices and we only learn lessons. We only fail forward. So don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay. There's more love, sex, and romance out there. I'm here to tell you. All right. I mean, I'm still looking, but I have faith. (laughs) Um, So I'm just encouraging you to embrace these emotions. Okay. Make them the dominating thoughts in your mind. Now, I'm not saying don't, I mean, listen, we can be a little obsessive about things, drugs, sex, money. I'm not saying do that. Just make it an important front thought in your mind because it's powerful and it can help you do amazing things. And because our minds are creatures of habits, right? Remember, we can compound on top of those habits. Um, It's really, really important to cultivate new habits and add them to what we're already doing, whatever works for us, right? So maybe you never have sex in the morning. So you've made time to get up for your miracle morning because Shauna recommended that. 
maybe we have just a few more minutes to add in there and wake up, you know, Sir Honey Bunny. Oh my God, that's the cheesiest thing. I'm going to have to cut that out. Uh, (laughs) By the way, I don't really edit podcasts, so I'm just going to talk the whole time. And then if I mess up, it's like, well, I'm not perfect. You guys know that. So (laughs) anyway, make time for it. Okay. Love is in fact life's greatest experience. It's what we're here on this earth to do. We're here to love others. It's powerful. And remember, it's going to come and go. You know, people come into our lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. But there's no two love experiences that affect you the same, whether it be friendships, relationships, whatever the case may be. It leaves an imprint on your heart. And sometimes it's a little bit more superficial and sometimes it's a little bit deeper. But regardless, it's a lesson and it's a lesson to be learned when the love does make its departure. Okay. And of course, you will have that one deep, deep imprint that I pray for you to have for the rest of your life. Okay. So when this emotion shows up, remember it can be cloudy, it can be stormy, um, it can show up as many different shades and colors, or it can be sunshine and rainbows. But it's all about our perspective on things, our mindset, and looking at it as a lesson every single time. Okay. So adding love, sex, and romance all together. Mm-mm, you're going to do great things. I'm going to see you. You're going to have your own damn television show. I don't even know what is going to be in store for you, but you should probably combine those things and uh, and let me know how that works out for you. Okay, so we're going to, we're talking all about all the good stuff. Now, what happens when we're stressed out? Because, oh my God, it's the 21st century. Y'all, I never watch TV ever. I don't have cable. And then I turn on a Netflix show, and if it's like scary or politics or anything like that, like I immediately shut it off. But if I do that before bed, I literally have nightmares and dream about this stuff. Like the information age is very, very lovely, but it can be a little too much. And that's where our fight or flight system stays on all the freaking time. Okay, we have we never decompress ever. So acute stress, fine, that's normal. It should come, it should go. But we live in chronic stress. So we really shouldn't be asking how meditation can do so much good, but how stress can mess up so many things. So we talk about meditation, people like, I don't have time for that. But think about the way stress is messing up things in your life. All right. So exhaustion is one of the most common reasons couples don't have sex. Think about it. Holy shit. I just worked eight hours. I got up extra early because Shauna says I need my miracle morning. I need to drink my greens, have my cup of coffee in peace. So then I work all day and I come home and I've got kids and I tripped over the dog. And oh my God, one in every four married or four married or cohabitating couples, American couples, may I say, (laughs) claim they're so sleep deprived that they're too fatigued to have sex. All right. So backtrack. You want to be a superwoman because I told you love, sex, and romance will make you achieve at your highest level. But now you're so sleep deprived, you can't have sex, you're too tired. Wait, what? Hold on. Okay, we got to figure this out. This is a problem. Pain point. So when women fill out their health assessment to work with me, can I just tell you guys nine times out of 10 under this, how does sex life, it says, how's your sex life? Like, and then you can read it. It says poor. It doesn't have to be that way. These are married women. You know, life is crazy, but the most passionate relationships, these people date each other, they have sex with each other, they love each other, and they show it in little ways every single day. So think about your relationship right now. Maybe 
maybe it's not going so well. What can you do to show up in that relationship? How can you decrease your stress levels to show up better and make this a healthy relationship that thrives? Okay, now if you do that, okay, and I highly recommend meditation because like I said, it's it's rest for the body because you're going to de-excite your nervous system. And this actually opens a door of energy to be passionate with your partner in the evening. All right. So the more relaxed you are going into the act of having sex, the more likely you are to enjoy it and climax. That's a fact. I didn't make that up. Okay. I'm smart. I only got 31 years beneath me, but I didn't make that up. But there's also, you know me with nutrition. There's also rituals. Think about what leads to the bedroom. Oh, a nice dinner, some champagne, oysters, chocolate, little aphrodisiac, you know what I'm saying? And then music to set the mood, maybe a candle. I don't know. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you're just like, let's get it done. The kids are going to knock on the door. (laughs) I don't know. But if you're relaxed, you're way more likely to enjoy it and be present in a completely different way, as with anything in our life. But it's really important because as a society, we're pretty ignorant when it comes to sex. Like we're all doing it, but nobody's talking about it. So here I am. So women, if you decrease your cortisol levels, lower your stress to a certain amount, you're going to really enjoy this bedroom experience. And if you don't, I'm here to tell you, it can be physically incapable to have an orgasm if you're so stressed out, if your cortisol levels are high enough. So if we meditate, move out of fight or flight, then we can stay and play. How do you like that one? Okay, so drop your adrenaline, drop your cortisol levels, show up as your best self. Stop looking to your partner to complete you or like, oh, maybe they'll do this or do they'll do that. Just be you, be beautiful you. You're unique, you're, you matter. He loves you, she loves you, whoever they are. And when you show up, I bet you they will meet you halfway, especially if there's that that love, that sex, that romance, we can rekindle that. Okay, so stress isn't sexy, all right? Neither are its effects on our brains or our bodies. I just want you to let it go. Take a deep breath. All right, now dress for the occasion and you're all like, ooh, I get to go shopping and I'm all like, no, mm <laughs> We're very interesting individuals, and I've read this in a few books, but humans are unique in the fact that many of us get dressed up to go to bed. Like, what? I certainly do not. I mean, also, I realize that, like, like I don't know what percentage. I'm just going to make up a number. 70% of people sleep naked. Do you sleep naked? How do you sleep naked? Like, everything sticks together. That's so weird. Like, I just don't understand. Wow. <laughs> Just okay. okay. Some of us sleep naked. Others of us get dressed up to go to bed. So literally, listen, guys, these are facts. Clothing that's too tight literally cuts off the flow of your lymphatic system. Cuts it off. That's your drainage. Like get rid of toxins. You need this. It's your waste management system. So when it gets cut off because, you know, think about those tight socks. It's Christmas time. You got to sleep in those cute tight socks, right? You pull them off and you can see the imprint on your skin. Yeah, that's a little party check there for you. It's a, that's not good, okay? You're literally cutting off your waste management system. So stop getting dressed up to go to bed. Um, 
women also who slept in their bras, y'all, a 50 or sorry, a 60% greater risk for developing breast cancer. Okay, so think about when you take off your bra, it's too tight and you have those indentations on your back and sides and all that stuff. Yep, cutting off that lymphatic flow and circulation and a 60% greater risk for developing breast cancer. That's insane. So take your bra off. By the sounds of it, I'm just giving advice to sleep naked, but hold on. So it was found actually that women that don't wear bras develop more muscle tissue to naturally support their breasts. So nobody wants that, you know, that nipple sag, you know what I'm saying? This this episode is just, maybe I should click not PG-13. Okay. Anyway, um, more muscle to hold their, their breasts up. And so it decreased the rate at which your breast would sag. Okay. Also, you need to have breast two sag. So if you're like me and you're like the itty-bitty titty committee, you can just skip this part. <laughs> and then for your significant other, you guys, if, if you're married to a man, dating a man, the tight underwear can damage their sperm. So make them take their tight underwear off. Wear something loose. Your body's really smart. Okay? I sleep in a big t-shirt. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just throwing it out there for the world to know that I sleep in a big t-shirt and underwear. I don't wear tight clothing, but I also cannot sleep naked. So maybe you're like me, maybe you're not. I also need to be very cool. Y'all, you have to be cool when you sleep, right? Like 68 degrees, okay? But all these, every single day we wake up and we have choices. And the choices we make, they do directly influence how our cells respond throughout the day, throughout the night, all this stuff. The choices of movement, food, sleep, even the clothes we wear, okay, play a role in how our body adapts to our environment and how we take care of ourselves. So the power's in your hands. Determine what your results going to look like, what those results are going to look like. Like, you know, are you going to wake up with cankles or are you going to listen to me? Okay. And like I said, if you do sleep naked, there are some benefits. So if you and your partner both sleep naked, it's there's the feel-good hormones, you know, like dopamine and all that stuff. But oxytocin um, is an anti-stress hormone, and it reduces the signs and symptoms of depression. It also combats, combats high cortisol and regulates blood pressure. So if you and your partner both sleep in the nude – likely you're going to reap all those benefits. You're probably going to have more sex. There's probably going to be more orgasms and you're probably going to both be happier. So you're welcome. (laughs) And lastly, fun facts about sex. This was very interesting to me. People who have sex four times a week look seven to 12 years younger. I mean, say what? You don't have to go pay for Botox. You don't have to go get that plastic surgery. You just need to have sex. A safe sex. Okay, practice safe sex. I don't know how old you are listening to this, but <laughs> four times a week. All right. What does this do? It releases estrogen and testosterone. So just hormones keep you looking younger. All right. And women, if you suffer from a migraine, which if you've never had one, God bless you, but it's like it's like the worst headache you've ever had. Like can't leave a room. It's got to be dark. Oh gosh, they're the worst. But half of female migraine migraine sufferers reported relief after climaxing. So having an orgasm, the endorphins released at climax actually mimicked morphine. Oh my God. But again, you're not going to climax if you don't go in not stressed out. So don't be stressed out. Okay. And then for your significant other, if he is a man, men who had sex once a week were actually 50% less likely to die from heart disease than men who had sex only once a month. 
Okay, so low benefit there. And also, y'all, like, I am a health and wellness advocate. So, like, sex counts as cardio. I don't care. You know, okay, so if you're just laying there, let's let's be honest. You need to move your body. But you can burn anywhere from 80 to 250 calories mattress dancing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but girls, ladies, you got to put your back into it. You know, butt, thighs, abs, all the things. Okay? And the bigger bonus is if all this is happening at night, then the oxytocin that's released that we just talked about, the anti-stress hormone, hormone also helps you sleep. So with all this stress in the world, people aren't sleeping. They're not showing up as their best selves. Oh, God, it's a slippery slope. I'm tired of talking about it. But we have to talk about it because we have to change it. And we have power to change it. And you have power to change it right now, right in your day-to-day, right, you know, if you're single like me, then, I mean, that's going to be a little different. But, you know, you will have the tools when the time is right. Okay. And if you're single, freaking embrace it. This is the best time of your life. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. All you need to care about is you and focus on you and growing you. And it will re- reflect in every single area of your life. All right. So I hope you learned something. I hope this is a reason for you to do something different in your life. And remember, all of the stuff, we're very interconnected. So everything that I talk about, just one thing leads to, to the next. We're just interconnected. Okay, so realizing making small changes in your life, maybe it's, like I said, just starting with the miracle morning and then all of a sudden you have time to get jiggy in the bed or maybe it's not wearing the socks to bed. They see, it all seems so minute, but in the grand scheme of things, that's what changes your whole life. It's all the little things. Okay, so... Take what you need. Leave what you don't. I am here for you always. I hope you have a beautiful day. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.